Hello, guys, and welcome to my podcast, Bipolar Disorder, with your host, John. Um, today, I have a very special guest. It's my mom. Her, her name is Sonia. Mom, say hi to my followers. Hi, guys. So, I'm going to be interviewing my mom today on what it was like for, from her perspective, you know, to deal with me before and after, you know, my diagnosis, which is something that we um struggle for a while because it was really hard especially because i got diagnosed like i'm i think i was in my late teens or you know like 20 or so i think 20 um so mom my first my first question what type of person do you say i am am i mean am i good do i help others you are not a mean person. You are a person that really takes and likes to take care of others. And especially with this disorder, you are able to help people that are going through the same you did. You are. Okay, so that was great. Thank you, Mom, for that. I myself think that I can be, I'm not mean, but I'm a very selective person. So I don't treat everyone the same way. I treat them as I think they deserve to be treated. For example, if you always look for me because you want some favor, you're going to get the meanest version of myself. But if I know that you're struggling and you don't, you don't know how to ask for help, I bend over backwards just to help you. So mom, how did I behave before my bipolar disorder? Um, Talk about that. It was horrible because neither of us know what was happening with you. And that really, really put you in a bad mood. And and I was helpless because I don't know how to help you. And I remember since me and my mom are very close, um, I would, you know, take it out on her. Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what... I, I really thought that I was going insane for a long time. I felt like I I was not normal. And, uh, you know, nobody's normal. What's normal anyway? But, you know, it didn't help the fact that I didn't know what was going on with my, me mentally. And it really hurt me every time I said some mean comment to my mom. And then, you know, I always apologize. But... I still know that I treated her in a really bad way, you know. Um, I see that a lot of bipolars use it as a crutch. Um, oh, I did it because I was bipolar. No, you still know what you were doing. You have to take ownership on what you did and just move on from there. And, you know, apologize if you have to. Um, so, mom, did you ever feel like it was your fault, you know, since you you have... Uh, recurring major depression that is a diet it's a illness that has no cure yeah i know that you have your good days and your bad days but you know do you ever think that it was your fault since you had this no i had never felt that way because the what i have the major depression is not you know it's not transferred to your kids so I really it's never. Not, it's not hereditary. Exactly, it's not hereditary. So no, I have never felt it was my fault. Glad to hear that, mom. So, mom, I want also to ask you. Um, 
Because I, I always felt like I was failing at everything that I got. I have been fired for from almost all of my jobs. And every time that I tried to do something, um, I always, you know, had a bad experience. So my question is, um, was it hard for you to see me struggling at everything that I did? Of course, I was feeling bad for the way that you were feeling. But again, it's something that is bad when you don't know the diagnosis. The diagnosis doesn't mean things are going to change immediately. But at least you know how to handle and work with it. That's a great answer. So, um... When I'm at, when I having a mood swing, what is your um feedback on that? What is the you know how do I put this to words? Um, when I get a an episode, what do you see? Um, is it uh I'm always mean or like pissed off or depressed? How what is like my most um. How do I say this? It just slipped my mind. Um, what is the the my signature mood when I'm in a bad uh, when I'm having a mood swing? The mood swings, I think, is the word past part of the bipolar disorder because some days you wake up happy, and most of the time you were with an anger and really disrespectful, not only with me but also with others. Because uh, it, it it really really was hard. It's really hard because um, because you never know the way that uh, this gave us son was gonna wake up. Either okay. he was happy or either he was really angry. I never see a great a great thing between this black is black and white is white. Yeah, they are not that- so uh, like in the middle. Yeah, it's either like you know I'm in a really bad mood or am I I'm, or I'm sad, and I usually take it out on everything else. So basically, I think um, that I was a ticking time bomb. You know, from personal experience, that when we go shopping, and the <laughs> I'm really sorry for this, but the employee that is like helping us, if they don't do it the way that I want them to, you know, help me out, I would turn to this asshole and just be super mean to the person that is trying to help me out just because I didn't like the way that they were helping. So, mom, moving on to the next question. Um, uh, how did this, my state of mind change once um, I was diagnosed? And let me explain a little bit more of the question. Um, did you see that I was relieved once I had this the um diagnosis? Do you see if I do you think I was scared or what well, what do you think? Well, it's really hard in the beginning, as I said, it's like with other diseases. The person needs to acknowledge and accept that they have something wrong with him. Once this is identified, you are able to look for help. And in the case of John, before the medication was like, you never know what was going to happen. And before, so before my diagnosis, exactly. Um, 
Um, once I got the diagnosis, do you see that I changed in a positive way? For example, do you see that I felt a relief, you know, and I knew what was going on and I was motivated to get help and, you know, get better? Well, it's really good. Once you know what is your your mental situation or or it's really good because you know why you're acting that way. Exactly. And the medication really helps you because there are two things. One is accepting that you there is no there is something not really 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 okay with you and the other part is accepting taking the medication because if you have the the diag diagnose and then you don't you don't do anything else you're still going to be with those bad mood swings john doesn't even as you know he doesn't have limits with his rage and anger if someone treats me bad he just want to you know go over that person But after the medication, it was changing okay. to good. Yeah, I mean, I have changed a lot. I have grown um, personally and mentally. Um, Mom, I really want to see, um, ask you. I'm going to ask you uh, about a specific medication and the side effects that you saw of that medication. So once I started lithium... What were the positive things that you noticed that changed in my mental state? Positive things with the lithium side effects. Well, with the lithium, is it was okay because it was helping him. Um, he wasn't angry all the time, and it helped him recognize and identify the symptoms before it happens. So. Regarding the side effects, I really don't like, especially because he got hand tremors. Yeah, I was gonna get to that. What were what was what were the bad you know side effects that you noticed on lithium? Well, his side, um, his hand tremors were the worst. Then he got tachycardia also, which was really bad. He was always playing uh, the hair. He was losing hair. So they're really, really, in, it's like 50% a good medicine, but 50% a bad. So I don't know if everything, everybody have the same side effects or the same effect on this lithium specifically, but this is the way that I see it with John. Yeah, it it is all you know, hit and a mess when you you have to find the right combination that works for you. On my perspective on lithium, uh, I hated the hand tremors. I love to write poetry, and I'm like super uh super perfectionist. I'm the type of person that if I I'm writing down something on on a page, and I don't like the the way that one word or letter specifically looked, I would just start over from the from the top. Again, a little bit of weight. Lithium also gave me back me that, you know, that messed up my self-esteem. So I wouldn't take a shirt off anywhere because of the back knee that I have. So, mom, um, 
I, I, we really have a lot of stories about my medications, because um, uh, one of the side effects is insomnia, right? Um, my mind is always racing, so when one day they um, prescribe Ambien, and the first time that I took it, it was horrible. Uh, I cannot take anything that's gonna make me go to sleep because I get hallucinations. So that day I was, I threw up. And I threw and I saved that vomit because I said, I just ate this. I can eat this later. And my brother was like, what the hell are you doing? So I was hallucinating. Uh, Mom, when I was in clonoping, I think clonoping is a really strong thing. A med, really strong med- medication. And for me, it did not work. So, mom, there's nothing good about um, clonoping. So, just give me your negative feedback on that prescription and how it made me behave. Clonopine is one of the worst um, medication that a person can receive, at least for us. And I said for us because it was also part of my medication. And it really, really has... Ugly side effects. It also happens to John. He lost track where he was. He tried to drive when he cannot drive. Um, he totaled our car because he wasn't able like to to see where he was or where he was driving. He always, the the day he totaled the car, he was really really far away from home, and it was scary because I didn't know anything about him and I was calling him and he doesn't even know what he was answering to my questions. So we decided that we are never gonna ever, 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 never took that as one of our medicines to treat our situation. I don't think it helps bipolar disorder at all. In my perspective, I rem- what little I remember of the day that I totaled the car was that I was at work and I don't remember anything else after f- like three o'clock. So clonoping to me just like switched off my brain and I went into like autopilot. But I mean, I wasn't really there. I always was like a shell of what I really am, you know. It killed my personality, my spirit. I thought that, you know... Like, I wasn't even there most of the time. So, another one of the medications that I used to take was... Um, I was on lithium, I was on clonopine, I was on Ambien. Um, I don't remember. I, I had a few others. Depacote, or Depacote, which was really bad. That Soloft. Soloft. Soloft helped, but in my experience, it gave me suicidal thoughts. Not that I just put like slash my veins or anything, but I would like if I were driving, I would say like, oh my god, I wish that truck just lose control and just kill me, run over me or whatever. And you know, it was really hard for me. So I switched to cannabis. I mean, this is my feedback on this. I do not recommend anyone to stop the treatment that the doctor did because um the prescriptions were weren't really helping me. Um, as a, you know, person to be better. So now that I'm doing cannabis, mom, um, from your perspective, how have I changed? Is my behavior better? 
or the same. Once he started with cannabis, it was immediately a good change for him. In this case, assess for him because no n nobody reacts the same way to something they are taking. But in his case, it was instead of 50 anger, 50 happy, it's like a 85 happy and 15 angry. But because he knows and now identifies what bothers him or can trigger the, ang the angry, he just is getting really better. And the best of all that I, that I see is that he doesn't have any more the hand tremors. He's not shaking anymore his hands. Isn't, that was horrible. That side effect was horrible. So do you, now you will say that, I, that I'm more happy, I am more focused on what I want to do. Um, do you feel like you have your son back? Because uh, for the longest time, I didn't even feel like myself. So you are saying to, you know, just to clarify that, I'm more happier, I'm concentrated, I know what I want, I treat people better. Well, it, with a, by, by taking the medication of cannabis, it's not going to take out your bipolar disorder in full. But it will help. It helps a lot. As I said before, an 85% good, 15% not so good. But in his case, and I am mentioning his case because no, no yeah, one does, can react in the same to way. Everyone. Exactly. No one reacts the same way. But in his case, like he's more focused. He doesn't have so many mood swings. He still have them because he have the the disease yeah, the, or the, the, the condition. The illness, I mean, the mental illness. The mental illness. He still has it, and as everybody have good days or bad days, but with him, it's more, more, more good days than bad days. And he is not treating me as bad as before because there was a moment I think he he doesn't love me anymore or I didn't understand how he was so disrespectful and it really hurts me, but Lately, it's everything okay, and he helps me more, and I always know I can count on him. And I think I'm guys. I'm really saying this, and I'm ask. I asked my mom before this to be blunt, and really honest. I was a really horrible person to her in so many, you know, occasions, and I would, you know, just like. It hurt me more than it hurt her because she is the best person in the world. She's loving. She's always there. She sacrificed so much for me and my siblings. And, you know, I'm breaking up here because, you know, she growing up was my role model. And she, I felt I always saw my mom as a superhero because she could do anything and everything. And I just tried to be like her. And it was, was so frustrating that... I couldn't be as good as her because I felt like I was broken and there was nothing else I could do. But now our relationship is way better. I'm sorry that I'm like breaking up, but it's just that I, I'm really ashamed that I treated my mom the best per person in the world like she was dirt. That's why I wanted you guys to know that 
how this affects negatively on your family members or a significant other or friends. You're hurting the people that are closest to you just because you don't know how what to do and how to handle your emotions. It's, just, it's something that really breaks me. And I always, you know, now that I, I'm more able to identify the signs, uh, I always tell my mom when I'm having a mood swing, just so I don't take it out on her, just to just leave me alone for a while. Because I'm not having a good day and she understands. So our communication is better. Um, our relationship has changed completely. And I did hurt my mom a lot of times with my words. You know, I, I broke her. But I know that deep down even that she understood. But, like, I am owning my shit. I mean, I see a lot of people, you know, oh, I did it because I was bipolar. That doesn't make it right. You still know what you were doing. You just didn't have your inhibitions that will hold those feelings back. And, you know, it's it's a, a growth that you're going to go through with your family members or significant others. So... Um, one of the other questions that I wanted to ask you, mom, um, when you look at me, can you see me? Of course I see you. I have always seen you. It's not that I didn't, didn't, was able to see you. I have always seen you, no matter what. Since the day you, you birth is, I see you and I understand you. It's really hard sometimes to be hurt by someone you love. It's always really bad. But understanding is one thing that everybody should do. And it's not only on a mental illness related, it's on our daily basis. Yeah, even if you don't have a mental health condition, exactly. you don't have to be a douchebag about it. What? I mean, and the reason that I ask if you see me now is because for the longest time, I didn't see myself. And even though I was surrounded by so many people, I never felt so alone. And people would just like, not even ask how I was doing. And when they did, I said, I oh, know I'm fine. And they never, you know, went deeper to see if I was struggling for something because I don't like asking for help. So that, you know, hurt me even more because I, I felt invisible. And now, now that I see myself and other people, you know, see the change, I, I have so much positive feedback from my friends and and other family members um mom thank you for so much for being my special guest on this podcast do you have anything else to add um do you have uh advice for family members that have either siblings or or children with the disease so they can have an idea what to expect and how to handle this so Let me ask the question again. Um, what advice do you have for other mothers that have children with this disorder? First of all, I can say you need to understand the illness as to help your sons, daughters, or other family members that may have this disorder. 
you have to understand it first, as I said, so you can help them. It's not an easy thing to do, but you are the mom in this case, or you are the dad. So it is your the responsibilities regarding our sons or daughters never end. Our children, in my point of view, I will always be my responsibility to feel, to feel and to see and to make them okay. And if they feel broken, you don't fight with that. You help them put all the pieces together one day at a time. You cannot be thinking that in one day everything was going to be peaches and cream. You need to know that it's a thing that is on a daily basis. God gave us a new day every day so we can make corrections of the bad things that we have done the day before. And with him, sometimes when we're still upset, the best thing is that he tells me, Mom, I'm not today, I'm not feeling okay. Uh, don't talk to me. And I leave him alone because that's part of the situation. You cannot be on top of them, fighting with them, or trying to bring them back. No, you have to understand if they don't want to talk, don't talk. If they want to talk, talk. So it's very important. So, um, and this is nothing personal. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about I mean, my my personal experience with this mental illness. Yes, because you don't have to take it personal because it isn't. It is a mood swing. I mean, we're not deliberately wanting to hurt you. It's just... Um, the way that things are, but I do own everything I do. That's why I wanted my mom to talk on this um, podcast and be brutally honest. And like she said, never take anything personal because it isn't. And if you do, it's just going to be harder for you. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, thank you for, tu for tuning in and you have a great day. Uh, Mom, do, any final thoughts on this? Guys, don't think you are alone on, on this. There are other people that have your same situation. Just as soon as you feel different or something is strange, please look for help immediately. Don't let this be like you bad or anger or moods with you as forever no as soon as you can identify something is not okay please look for help mom thank you so much for being the special guest today um guys i'm gonna be posting this and i'm gonna be sharing all the links on all the platforms that you will be able to um listen to this please watch and please share and remember let's get this going on hashtag bipolar you are never alone bye guys